You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thank you for joining us on Conroe Culture News. I am your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR, and we hope to give you some more knowledge about things that are going on around the county. And this is also on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, Our City TV, and Facebook Live. The guests today are going to be Marissa Wolf. She's the executive director of Keep Us Fed, and joining her is Jaime Maras and uh, Rosie Plattenberg, and we will tell you about their roles with Keep Us Fed and what that is. Also in the second half of the show will be James Stilwell. He is the past chairman of Leadership Montgomery County, class of 2015, and he uh, past chair of the LMC. So he's going to tell us more about Leadership Montgomery County, how you apply, what the program's about, and of course this was a project of LMC. Each class has a project. This show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractors have been voted the best chiropractic center in Montgomery County for four consecutive years. Roger Stein Chiropractic treats people of all ages, infants to seniors, athletes to professionals, and their focus is on natural, holistic healing to alleviate pain and get optimal help. They are located at 3033 West Conroe by West 105 in Conroe by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. And if you're a new patient, the $25 fee goes directly to CASA to help kids in CPS custody. Team Sinisi Real Estate Group serves the greater Montgomery County as the best source for buying or selling a home or investing in real estate. Because, you know, real estate is hot right now. Call 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi, because it's an easy name to remember. So, with that said, let me tell you a few things that are going on. If you haven't gone to see MASH, you need to go because that the tickets are selling very fast and they are at the Crichton Theater. The crew that puts on the volunteers who act and are part of the MASH performance have been waiting to do this performance since last year. They were ready to go and t- then there was this thing called, you know, COVID and the pandemic, so they couldn't do it. So go see MASH. Also, Irma Baum Beck at Wits Inn is also selling a lot of tickets and it's only one weekend, Friday, June 25th to Sunday, June 27th. Carolyn Wong portrays Irma Bombeck, and it's a one-woman show. One act, go see it. Should be great. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, other things that are going on every summer, except for last year, because last year doesn't count, the Heritage Museum holds a summer pioneer camp for youth ages 8 to 11, and it's limited to only 20 youth, and you do lots of hands-on activities with dancing, churning butter, husking corn, chuck wagon sing-alongs, cooking, crafts, weaving, all that. So it's a lot of fun, and it's July 5th through 9th from 10 to 2 at the Heritage Museum. You can sign up. Go to the heritagemuseum.us website to find out more about that. So the other place, Margaritaville Lake Resort, which is down the road out 105, is having a birthday bash this, this month. Did you know that they've been open one whole year? Who opens during a pandemic? Well, they did. And they are having margarita flights, a scavenger hunt, a photo contest, and a lot more activities going on. So the photo contest is all month long for the best summer vacations. And you could submit those and win a complimentary two-night stay with a Lakeview suite. So go to margarita lake resort their website and find out more details about that if you want to know more things that are going on around the community follow my weekly article in the courier and you can find that out so with that let's just pop right into keep us fed and what that is how that helps the community and what you can do to get involved so marissa tell me about keep us fed Keep Us Fed is a Montgomery County-based nonprofit, and our mission to, is to alleviate hunger and to reduce food waste. So about 40% of the food in America goes straight in the trash can, and up to 16% of people in Montgomery County are considered food insecure. And people don't understand no, that. They do that not. That there's that many people that Absolutely. are food insecure. So who do you think that is? Is that seniors? Is that kids? Is that everybody? 
or, or what it is? We see it across the board. So one out of four kids is considered food insecure wow. in our county. But Keep Us Fed is able to serve from birth to seniors. Mm-hmm. We work with 30 different nonprofit organizations. That's a lot. Um, it's a ton. And we have great partners from the small to the large. Um, and they help people in so many different ways. So our partners include food pantries, um, feeding programs, homeless shelters, group homes, um, addiction and mental health recovery, foster and youth services, and senior care. So we run the full gamut, um, organizations that feed five people a day in a group home residential setting to those pantries that can feed up to 800 people in a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And the food that we are able to provide comes from generous food donors. So we work with um, grocery stores, restaurants, caterers, and event venues to pick up food that um, is excess and daily our volunteers take it to one of our 30 partner organizations. And that's all done on a schedule. Um, We have a great team of over 60 volunteers and I brought Jaime Maris with Mm -hmm. me today as one of our volunteers. Um, and so our volunteers are out there seven days a week, 364 days So you days pick up year. food every day and every deliver? Day. So Correct. what's the turnaround when you pick up food? So we schedule a pickup, usually 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It depends on the food donor. Um, volunteer picks it up and takes it directly to the recipient partner organization. So there's no um, storage in the middle. There's no downtime for that food. And you have refrigeration coolers, or how does that work? Everything in our um, volunteers' vehicles is equipped. Um, We give them equipment to ensure the food's safe. And you have a large vehicle? (laughs) (laughs) Large enough. I have a Mini Cooper is what I'm saying. I wouldn't get much in there. (laughs) Listen, a friend of mine picked it up in an Audi convertible yes. really yes. got 400 pounds over 400 pounds of food in his, in his Audi he was by wow. himself that day but he said Jaime I picked up a four over 400 pounds of food yeah and it's our job you know as staff and as as lead volunteers we have two um, staff people myself and a volunteer coordinator and then a team of um, leadership volunteers it's our job to ensure that we know um, where those large pickups are going to mm-hmm. be where the small pickups are going to be and what sorts of things we might expect to get Every time it's a little bit of a surprise. But the sorts of food we pick up are a little bit different than what you would expect from a food bank or a pantry. It's not just canned goods. It's fresh goods, Mm -hmm. um, produce, uh, fruits and veggies. too, right? A lot of times. I mean, especially restaurants. And with our restaurant partners, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, Dairy, eggs, um, prepared meals, as you said, bakery, um, frozen meats. All of those things we're able to take from point A to point B very quickly. Um, And so I also brought Rosie Plattenberg with me. Um, She is a pastor along with her husband at Pilgrim Rest Missionary Baptist. And they are one of our recipient partners. So they have a food pantry there where they directly serve the community. How long have you been uh, getting food from Keep Us Fed? Um, Since January of this year. So pretty new. Yes, yes. And it's been awesome how'd you find out about them uh, i'm not sure it was the word of mouth from yeah, someone right. i think it was mm-hmm. first christian first christian church in conroe mm-hmm. uh hooked us up with um keep us fed mm-hmm. uh, we were doing some uh, uh some um food bank work together mm-hmm. and uh, they um, told us about keep us fed and so from there another source of getting yes. food yes absolutely. which people desperately need have you seen it grow in the amount of people that need food yes we have um be- between january and and current year mm-hmm. uh, current month it uh, has grown at least double than what, what do you think that's a result started. of the pandemic or what? Yes, a result of the pandemic and a result of the people knowing that there's a place that they can get right. a wholesome food mm-hmm. and not just some some right. canned goods, but wholesome food. Mm-hmm. Ready to eat food. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. How long have you been volunteering, Jaime? You know, <laughs> Feels like it's, been, it's it. been 10 years. Of, <laughs> yeah. actually, actually, because <laughs> every day goes by so fast. But it's only been about since um, uh, January or so, about the same time. Oh, really? Just, just yeah. this year? Yeah, just this year. Um I've been retired for about four years, and I decided okay. uh, one of my me- uh, mentors, I still have mentors, Frank, interestingly, uh, he said, Jaime, when you retire, you're going to be hit up with all kinds of different groups who are going to want to have your time, either serving on a board or mm-hmm. volunteering in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I decided to take a year off and not volunteer anywhere. After about a year's time, I was able to talk to my Adriana, uh, one of the coworkers that uh, Marissa has, 
And uh, she, at that, it was actually, I volunteered, started working with Inspiration Ranch first as mm -hmm. another location. We can talk about that at some other time. It was about a January time frame or so that Adriana then came to me and also said, have you heard about Keep Us Fed? I had not. So she informed me about what its purpose was, its mission, the way in which it worked. And I knew that this was one of the things I should also be involved with. Uh, the concept of taking food that would otherwise get thrown into the trash. Yes. Good food. Yes. Nutritional food. I go to my own res uh, refrigerator. I open it up. My dairy's past the expiration date. Yes. But this is good food that is just on the shelf about ready to be thrown out because the grocery store has to make capacity for the new dairy products coming in. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it's still within the expiration yes. date. Yes. I pick it up, weigh it, sort it, as Marissa described it, whether it's produce, breads, bakery, you know, bakery, good food. And I take it to these donor recipients, yes. our uh, uh, partners that yes. we have, who then take that food and right away take it to the table. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it gives me actually quite a bit of joy and I get a little emotional about <laughs> thinking how this food could otherwise be thrown away and it's going to somebody's table. Somebody who um, has food, in, food insecurity, something I yes. don't have. Yes. I'm, I'm fortunate that way. Yes. I know I am. Yes. And um, to have it then go to someone's table. But life can change quickly. All of us. Yes. And that's what people don't realize. Just because Absolutely. somebody's driving a nice vehicle doesn't right. mean, well, first of all, that they could even afford to get rid of it because that's their right. transportation but they right. may not have a job or yes. they right. may have had a um illness you can in their have family a slip and or fall. who knows mm -hmm. a slip who and knows? fall alone can put yes. you out of work yes. that's absolutely yeah so we're, anything we're all one car accident away from being necessary right? so uh let, let's backtrack a little bit okay. how did keep us fed get started <laughs> so we were since i'm wearing that yes, phenomenal shirt. <laughs> so we were launched by the leadership montgomery class of 2015 so mm -hmm. a great group of my professionals. class yes, <laughs> um, and so they had this idea you know the the simple idea of so much food waste so many people needing good food what do we do to solve these problems? And they looked at um, models from around the country, food rescue, it's becoming um, more popular throughout the country in different cities. They specifically worked with Keep Austin Fed, which is a group out of Austin, Texas, and modeled after their um, strategic plan. Um, and then once that class was finished, um, we were a project of the Homeless Coalition for several years um, and we're 100% volunteer run. In 2018, we got our 501c3 um, mm -hmm. and became our own nonprofit. And so since it took three years? It did, two, yes. three years? Three years from the project phase to the nonprofit phase. Wow. Um, and then up until last June, so about a year ago, we were 100% volunteer staffed and led. Um, that was when I was able to come on as a volunteer coordinator first and then step into the executive director role at the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. um, and still at this point, um, it's just two part-time staff people and the rest of this is a completely volunteer effort. So we have between 55 and 60 food recovery volunteers working with That's us a good every amount. week. That's yes. a, that really yes. is. Um, they cover awesome. 75 food recovery runs every week. Um, it's amazing. We we average about 4,300 pounds of food a day. Hmm. That's 3,600 meals every single day, 364 days. And a overall, uh, you've recovered over a million pounds of food. Uh, a million pounds last year. Alone. <laughs> just, in one, just in 2020. That's correct. correct. Right. Wow. Yes, we're wow. over we're over 3.5 million since the beginning. That's amazing. Yes. So um, it's a good sustainable project, really which kind of was the goal of LMC. Mm -hmm. And every class has a project, but some of them right. you don't hear about. But right. kudos to you. you and the organization for keeping it alive yes. and keeping it going strong. So how does uh, someone, two, two things, how does someone get the food donated to them. Sure. What, are there protocols or things they have to do? Absolutely. So we do have a tab on our website um, that tells you about how to become a recipient partner. Mm -hmm. um, the protocols are that it needs to be, a, you know, a nonprofit or a church organization, um, that all the food needs to be given away, mm -hmm. um, never sold, and we ask you not to throw 
food away, mm -hmm. um, unless it's unusable. So of course we want everything to be very, very safe. Um, but all of our partners, you know, are out in the community and they're serving food insecure people. And so we really um, vet our partners to an extent that we do you know. go out and visit them we and do. see we how they're holding visit. on to food and Absolutely. all of that. We okay. do a site visit. We have an agreement, a um, very simple agreement that they sign with us just to make sure that it's going where, mm -hmm. where it's supposed to go. And, mm -hmm. you know, our partners are amazing in meeting needs and, um, and pivoting really. We've seen that so much over the last year um, as we've brought on new partners and, and seen just the diversity of what they can do in helping people. Um, we've had several, as Rosie said, their, their um, need has grown, their ability to meet that need has grown um, through working with us. I know yes. you work with several other yes. um, partners, the food bank being one and, um, and other, you said you have a source for some household goods yes, yes, that um, helps you. And Joseph's. so, I mean, people are really resourceful in our community when there's a need to be well, met. That's and when you say community, you're talking Montgomery County because people come right. together to help each other, and yeah. we've seen that through other different difficulties such as hurricanes, yes. Harvey. Everybody just kind of stops. It's not like that you're told to do that. Yes, you just it's inbred in you. You just stop Absolutely. and help your neighbor. And right. when I say neighbor, it's the larger community Absolutely. of getting out and using social media a lot to, to get yes. the word out of yes. what the needs are so you have those that are the receivers and those that are the donators what do they have to do to be a donator whether it's a restaurant or sure. store or whatever so really it comes down to you know just again we come out and we see you we explain what our program is and then we talk about what your needs are how much food and what types of food you're seeing um, be excess and, and we want to try to prevent that from getting to the point where it's no longer usable by our community. And so um, we work with each donor separately to assess their needs and to set up a schedule for us to come and pick up. So we just actually are starting to work with a Harvest Market on uh, 2978 coming up in a couple weeks. So we just met with their management team. Um, Fish Creek Thoroughfare in Wood Forest. That's right. I just yes. moved from that yes. area. Yes. <laughs> to see so you know, you know what I their do. needs are. Yeah. And, and to explain that, you know, our volunteers are there reliably. Same time, every day, same channel, right. ready to work, ready to help. Um, and then outside of those scheduled pickups, um, we work with event venues with caterers who have periodic needs. So if there's a big event, and there's leftover food um, in the kitchen. They let you know. Yes, you're able to you know, jump on our website. Our phone number is there. Um, myself or Adriana are the ones uh, that will pick up and will assist you to ensure that food. Sounds like you have to be ready at any given time. You do, yes. <laughs> I know what that's like. Yes, yeah. but that's a wonderful, it's called, it's called life. you know. <laughs> yes, true, it's, wonderful it's good. Issue to have. And you yes. love this, I can tell, you're passionate. <laughs> I am, yes. yes, thanks. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this. This has been a you know, So let's blessing. talk about ways to contact you too. Yes, please. Um, so our website, Keep Us Fed, moco.org. Um, all the information for contact is on there for you. Um, we have an active Facebook page, same um, hash or uh, tag there, keep us fed, M-O-C-O. -O. You'll see a lot of posts on there about our impact, about our partnerships, um, what we're doing right now as far as um, pickups and how much food we're able to recover every month and then also our phone number so you can reach out and talk to one of us um, about getting involved as a food donor as a recipient um, as a volunteer we're mm -hmm. always looking and for you volunteers. have a great way for volunteers to stay connected too absolutely and find out available slots or what they need yes. to do to get oh. involved yes we use an online system called give pulse and our volunteers are able to go on there and schedule their deliveries, um, or excuse me, their pickups, um, yep. gives you an email reminder. Yeah. Do you have training you involved? It? There is. So let's talk about the training that's involved. Mm -hmm. and, and, and let's be real. It's actually very simple <laughs> to be a volunteer here. It's as simple it's as it possibly. No. Okay. I was looking for an easy bar to get over when I volunteered as well. Mm -hmm. First of all, you have a calendar. So you're right. It happens. These caterings, events, and such, such happen. But for me, I'm on a schedule Tuesday morning. Every Tuesday, I know at 9 o'clock, I'm at the Kroger store to pick up the food. And I deliver. And they know you. So. They know me, and I have a relationship with that Kroger re good. receiving department. Right. The training I received, first of all, is I had to figure out how to go to the store, go to the shipping store, open it up, 
You go in, you get all this different food, produce, you mentioned, meats, bread. And it varies because it depends on what they sell, but they don't say what they have in produce, right? Yeah, right. So you weigh it, you sort it. If it's frozen meats, you have a, they give you a kit as well. So they give you a scale, keep us fed, who's they, give us a scale. So then we weigh it and then we deliver it that within 30 minutes of the time that we picked it up. So you're connected with um, uh, the receipts that are close by. Yes. The venues that are close. Correct. I deliver to that place. Either to First Christian Church, which is where they partnered with you on that, or with Coat of Many Colors. So I deliver directly Mm -hmm. to them, and I know them as well. Yeah, so now when did. I go and I knock on the door, they know me and they hi me. What'd you get it for us today? Mm-hmm. Now the thing and they're about, excited to see you. Oh god, they, <laughs> with, with open arms. And the other and and for them, yeah. imagine that they're they don't know what I'm going to receive bring in either, right? So it could be a whole bunch of dairy and it could be a whole bunch of cheese, yes. <laughs> and they have to be like the magic chef, except they have to make up with all these different things, make up food for the people who are yes. waiting to come and receive it that yes. day. Yeah, but it's nutritional food. So, I mean, it's not like uh, Cracker Jacks all the time. And there's also... There's fun stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you I, this, that one thing. Uh, I was thinking about what I was going to say today, and I was thinking, why do I do it? There's a number of reasons why. It's obvious why you, you want to do it. Help your neighbor and <laughs> yes. be a good person. Right. But beyond that, um, one of the things I remember I picked up this week was a cupcake. Mm-hmm. A little bit of cupcakes. Now, I think children deserve cupcakes, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? Everybody and, does. And this cupcake, yeah, well, me too. <laughs> they had, this cupcake had little rings on the top that the baker mm-hmm. had put on top, and there were footballs and baseballs mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of cool things. When I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. I didn't suffer for food. I mean, we had food. Yeah. But my mom wouldn't buy that for me. Mm-hmm. That's not something I would think she would get for me. So I imagined delivering it to, and I did deliver it to, uh, this time it was to First Christian Church. Mm-hmm. But I imagine some child yes. going there and getting this cupcake, and for some reason, it warmed me to think that it's something that they otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten. Yeah. In addition to, in addition to meats yes. and produce, yes. it's and not a basic good. need. Yes. You it's know, not, but you know, um, I do understand that. I was a single made a mom, difference for and me. money was very tight. We didn't buy those things. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't buy. I brought Kool Aid and made it. Yep. And I didn't buy cokes. Right. Uh, they were more money. So, yeah, so this is like a special thing. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of just makes somebody, when they receive that cupcake, right. they feel like they're worthy. Dignity. And you remember, know? that cupcake was going to get thrown in the trash. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it's very important. It's important because I think as humans, we it's not bread alone, right? It's those kinds of things that make a difference mm-hmm. about how we're connected with each other. It's yeah. like a celebration. It is yes. a cupcake. You know? I believe life is a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one cupcake at a time. But only one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to my wife. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so you've been getting Keep Us Fed, the distribution, since January, and I'm sure that's helped improve the lives of many in yes. your community that yes. come by. Yes. When do people come by to get food in on, your area? On Tuesday, every Tuesday from 9 to 12, mm-hmm. they can come by and pick up food. We're, we're outside, ready to receive. Um, it's, it's awesome. No questions no asked. No questions asked. Uh, we get their name, um, their phone number, just basic information, the number um, of people in their household. Uh, they don't have to bring tax returns or anything like that. They don't have to bring like tax returns, but they do have to have <laughs> proof that they are where they say they are, sure. you know, like a driver's license or a utility bill or an ID. Uh, and people are always worried. When I say people, I'm saying the community, people mm-hmm. that have not received these things, they're worried that there's duplication. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, having worked at the food bank sure. and community assistance center, but I know, having worked in those places, there really isn't a lot. Yeah. That when people come through your doors, so to speak, they're coming in need. Yes. Absolutely. There's very few that are trying to buck the system, yes. so to speak. Oh, yes. They, they come because they care and they yes. need it. Yes. Right. And they're very grateful right. to get it. I believe it. that. Yes. Very Well, and I think one of the things that we do so well in partnering with our recipients, and we also partner very closely with the food bank, as you mentioned, we fill a niche that other people aren't able to fill. Yes. We're not here to take it's the part. It's different. It's unique. Of yes. What you know, Rosie what you do. and yes. Pilgrim Picking Rest it can up do, and sharing it, or the amazing work that the Montgomery County Food yes. Bank sure. can do. Right. Um, 
we're we're an and not an or. Exactly. We're here to come alongside and to provide um, the fresh produce and mm-hmm. and items that we can to um, fill daily needs. We're out there on the weekends, um, which some groups are not able to accommodate, and our volunteers are you know enable us to do that. Yes. Um, and we're able to you know meet needs from many different partners yes. mm-hmm. and so it's it's a niche um, and it's one we're really excited to, to fulfill and what I like about keep us fed they make sure that you can use the the, uh, the food in a timely manner mm-hmm. uh, if you have in a pantry day on Tuesday and you get food on and you want some food from Saturday that's a no that's too that's too, too long. long of a period of time to hold the food right. so uh, that's what I, I I'm very impressed about that with keep us fed yeah. And if you've been thinking about volunteering, I strongly encourage anyone to consider. You only need three things to volunteer here, right? You need first some time. <laughs> I think we can make time. I have that. You need a vehicle. Yes. It doesn't have to be a large vehicle. I happen to have a, a larger SUV type vehicle. that, I, And I have a friend of mine. that I, we, we, we do it with, the, with a partner, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. yes. we're visiting more than we are doing. Yes. So mm-hmm. you need to have a vehicle. <laughs> and the third thing is you need to have your help yeah. because you need to be able to go and lift and carry. It's yes. not very much weight, but you have to be able to lift and carry. I happen to have all three of those things. I'm still able-bodied. Yes. Maybe a fourth you could add is that you have to have a desire to want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. Yeah. But those are the only requirements for you. Now, I did get a food handlers that you required that we yes. go through training to get food and handlers. And that's nothing. It was it was easy, and I think it's like twelve dollars. It's all online. Oh, seven. All online done (laughs) in an afternoon, and then beyond that, they provide for me the schedule and where I'm supposed to pick Mm -hmm. up and deliver. Yes, it's as easy as it gets. No brainer. It is no brainer. I can do that. And you can consistently do it on a certain day of the week, so it's not just haphazard. My Tuesdays are my volunteer days, so I can easily schedule the rest of my life around my Tuesdays. Okay, yeah. I have some ideas to get you more volunteers and more donors <laughs> okay. that we can talk about later. <laughs> so. Well, and, and to piggyback on what you know, Jaime shared, we love volunteers like Jaime who serve with us every week. Mm. Um, but we've got flexibility. Right. 75 mm-hmm. runs every week, and we'd love to continue to grow. And so we'd love to have volunteers that serve as a second set of hands. Right. Um, we'd love to have volunteers that fill in for vacations sure. and for yes. all those things. So yes. um, really the sky's the limit. Um, or any emergency needs mm-hmm. that and again, happens only in the two, community. Only two staff members and several, you know, a very dedicated board of directors, but we'd love to have volunteers with other skills too, marketing, sharing in the community. Photography. Photography, people who can help us. You know, one last thing I can add to that too is that because there's an app that allows us to know when we're uh, there's this special need. Mm -hmm. Let's say you have a smaller vehicle and your run is typically only 300 pounds, but that particular weekend they didn't have as as much of a sale on Mm -hmm. whatever it might be, and you don't have capacity. You can always go on the app and say, I need someone to help me at the 105 Kroger today. And people, all of the volunteers yeah. respond say, I can help. Yes. I, oh, I'm, I'm in between my golf yeah. few times. So I've I done go. some of those yeah. deliveries, those. of course. Yeah, so yes. you know you can, and do, I know you can help. Yes, I so mean, don't it's let the been vehicle a while, be the hurdle. to be quite yes. honest with yeah. you. Sure. But uh, I think, you know, you've been out in the media a, a little bit lately. Right. And I think that's all. Hopefully that got you some people we to did. help we or donate or whatever. But Absolutely. you always could use both. You need right. more donations right. yes. and you need more volunteers as yep. you grow. Right on. So, uh, again, that's Keep Us Fed. You can Google it. You can put it in the search box at Facebook and find it. You're also on Instagram, right? Yes. Instagram. We're we're the first ones to pop up if you search Keep Us Fed. Keep Us Fed MoCo, M-O-C-O, because it's Montgomery County. You don't go outside the county. This is all about the community. (laughs) It's a grassroots thing that started here in Montgomery County and serving Montgomery County (laughs) as a nonprofit. And leadership Montgomery County. Let's just throw that in there too. Absolutely. So um, that's that's a wrap for today. Unless y'all have anything else you want to add. Thank you so much. Well, thank, thank you. Absolutely. So um, thank you for coming on the show, and keep us fed. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? 
Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. And for the second half of our show, again, I am Margie Taylor with Taylorized PR. This is Conroe Culture News with Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. And this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate. So uh, joining us right now in the second half, I have James Stilwell. He's the past chairman of Leadership Montgomery County. And he was the chairman during the class project 2015, the class of 2015, which actually started in 2014 but the class project was keep us fed so marissa wolf uh the executive director is still here with us so we are going to kind of engage and talk about leadership montgomery county and then you know how this kind of morphed into the class project and it's still sustainable which is awesome anyhow so james tell me a little bit about uh your role with the class and what you're doing now great so happy to be here thank you margie um so with Leadership Montgomery County, I'm I'm currently a past chairman, and as you said, I was a chairman in 2014-2015, um, but uh, even after being the chairman, I have continued to stay involved with Leadership Montgomery County through the years because it's such a valuable program to our community, and it's something I greatly enjoy. Uh, currently, I help lead small group leadership sessions at each class session, so uh, a different portion of the class uh, each class day. Uh, I sit and I help them talk about their personal leadership skills and growing their personal leadership skills. It's, it is a lot of fun. You know, you learn so much and it's not just each class session is geared towards a topic like government or infrastructure or education, serving the community or what have you. And I believe there's like eight of them that you go and there is a topic of discussion. But then you break off and you get in these small groups and it's relationship building. And you learn so many things about not just yourself, but how you conduct business and what are some uh, proven ways to do things? But you learn from others, which is always good. You're, you're always, you should always be learning, right, James? Absolutely. In fact, that is one of LMC's core values uh, is that uh, with Leadership Montgomery County, we're all about lifetime learning. So there's always room for leaders to grow. Um, with respect to those class sessions, uh, people grow in the particular topic area for the day, whether it's an education day or an economic development day or a health care day. Learning about those facets in our community is one of the ways that leaders grow. I think we grow in our relationships with each other. Absolutely. Um, and another one of those core values is people matter. Uh, and you really get to know your other classmates in the session. You get to know other leaders throughout the county. You build your connections with one another. 
And, and then those personal growth moments through like those leadership small class sessions that I was talking about, those small group where you're really building your own personal leadership skills. Um, it's just a phenomenal overall program uh, and something that I'm very proud to have led and to continue to be a part of. Now, you went through Leadership Montgomery County. I did. What class was that? I was class of 2008. 2008. Seems like a lifetime ago. It, it, <laughs> so, it's been a few years. Yes, but th- that's good. So let's talk a little bit about exactly what is Leadership Montgomery County and how does the program work? Sure. Uh, Leadership Montgomery County as an entity is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, As a program of that entity, it is a program that's dedicated to developing and enhancing current and future leaders of Montgomery County. So kind of continuing on those core values concepts, one of their core values is leadership. It's what we do. We raise it, we model it, we expect it, and in this sense, we teach it. Um, So Leadership Montgomery County class year that we've been talking about follows a calendar school year, if you will. It it generally starts in the fall in a September time period and then carries around for a May graduation like you would expect with a standard school year. Um, And so the leaders that apply to become part of the next leadership class each month during that time frame have a class day and a class session where they're learning about a particular aspect of Montgomery County, like education or healthcare or serving our community. And built into those class days is also that leadership uh, learning opportunity that I was talking about. So it is a fantastic program that spans kind of a school year where uh, current and emerging and future leaders for Montgomery County have an opportunity to learn and grow in their leadership skills. And when you have those given uh, topic days, such as education, government, serving the community, you have people from the business community coming in. So, for instance, when you do education, you have all the six school districts perhaps the superintendents come in and talk about it and the private schools too because they are part of the education system so people get to learn all from all of that government is all is elected officials right right local county whatever right on education day there's a homeschool panel too right right so uh, like on healthcare day um, we generally have the ceos of each of the hospitals located in montgomery county including hospital in kingwood that's very good. Yeah, the HCA right. uh, affiliate. So there is an application process, though. Everybody doesn't get to come in. That's and the true. class is limited, 40-ish, 45. 45. And that's a lot of people, right. especially when you get type A personalities, headstrong. Not that, that you would get that. It, it, but it's, it's a bunch of chiefs gets, and not a lot of Indians. It gets very <laughs> intense. Uh, so you do have an application process, which is open now, right? Yes. Uh, so it began, uh, the process opened on June 1, uh, and applications have to be submitted by July 15th at 5 p.m., and that is deadline. a hard 5 o'clock deadline. It is all online, so applications are done through the website, which is www.lmctx.org. And so those applications... Uh, if they are submitted by June 30th, there is no application fee. Oh. Uh, but So application fee is waived for those early submitters. That's nice. Um, but it's only a $25 application fee after that time period and by the June 15 at 5 p.m. deadline. So you have to get two letters of recommendation. Absolutely. And you have to be a member of a chamber, correct? That, that is correct. Um, and for those of you that are self-employed, then... Uh, you'll be signing off on your application that you're available for those specified class days. For those of you that are employed by someone else, then your boss or your supervisor would be signing off so that they understand that on those class days that you will not be at your work function on those days. Is that new? Um, that Fairly. Is, it, you know, <laughs> Past it, my class. <laughs> it, it's kind of always been a part of the system, but, but I think said. they formalized it I think that's a great recently. idea. Yes. Yeah, so everybody knows what the expectation level is Absolutely. on the forefront. Because if you miss more than so many hours or two classes. Yeah, I, I think that the current limit may be 14 hours across the school year, but it's, yes. it is a little bit less than two full days. Right, I saw that. Yeah. 
And that's hard as well. That's a hard restriction that if you don't, then you don't get to graduate, which they just had a wonderful graduation two Fridays ago right. at the Pavilion. And it was it was awesome, number one, because it's great to go to those things. Right. And also because I haven't seen anything at the Pavilion in seems like two years. Yeah. So it, it was good. Absolutely wonderful to be there. So Margie, you know, I'm an attorney. Uh, yes. And Thursdays, which is when class days are, is the first Thursday of every month. Uh, Thursdays are actually also the day that Judge Claudia Laird has her probate docket. And so usually on Thursday mornings, that's part of the legal work that I do. I have a, a court appearance that I usually have to make. And so during the, the year that I went through leadership in Montgomery County, I had to make sure that I was balancing that time because I might have to be gone for mm. a one-hour court appointment, but I could still go through the class as long as I started and then came back immediately following that court appointment. We all understand that business happens. I mean, these are business leaders, nonprofit leaders, church leaders, government That's leaders, leaders of all kinds, and and life happens. So some amount of time, it's a reasonable expectation that, that folks need a little bit of grace. Correct. Especially, as you said, they're in the business community and they're leaders, because that's also an important thing to the application process, that you have to have already been a leader or are an emerging leader. Plus, also, you have to be involved in the community or want to be involved in a bigger sense as a leader, right? Exactly right. Um, The program brings together so many of our uh, leaders in the county that are investing so much into our class members that we want to see kind of, a, in a sense, a turnaround. That is the give back. Right. So if we put so much into the class members, we really are looking for class members that will then turn around and put back into the community, like with Keep Us Fed and with other great organizations. And that leadership might be school. It might be government. It might be church. It might be your community association. Nonprofit boards, whatever. You got it. Yes. Yes. So leading into that, uh, there's also a class project. Every class has a project. You bet. Right? And in the past, the class kind of just randomly came up and created a project. That's true. (laughs) Which could be a little chaotic. And I know... In my class, it was a little chaotic. There, 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 <laughs> but, were, there was always a debate. You got it. Yes. And again, you're, you're in there with all these 40-ish, 45 uh, leaders, and some with stronger opinions than others. But at the end of the day, you need to finish with a class project. So this was a class project of LMC. Can you tell me about how that grew and morphed and... Oh, what wow. your thoughts are. Just yeah. short. <laughs> so, so Keep Us Fed is an amazing organization, and I love the, the fact that, that they um, have the ability to take food that would otherwise not be used and to connect it to organizations and to groups that can put that food to good use. Um, with the Leadership Montgomery County class of 2015, they decided that they wanted to have that as their class project, their way to leave a lasting impact on Montgomery County, and boy, did they hit the mark. I mean, I think uh, incredible organization. My recollection, because I still get their news and their updates, I think they're over 3 million, maybe over 3.5 million pounds of food. Over 3.5 million pounds of food. That's very significant. That That is incredible. Um, and, and truly, the class put their hearts into making a lasting impact in our community. And that's one of the kind of values associated with the class project. Uh, but is also, again, one of those core values with Leadership Montgomery County is, is mm-hmm. talking about our legacies. And leaving our mark. Leaving our mark. Leaving our mark. It, it's all, it all connects together. So this was started in 1987, Leadership Montgomery County. And it was actually just Leadership Conroe. It started as Leadership Conroe. That's exactly right. And because, you know, Conroe's all that. But then it got, then the Woodlands Chamber got involved along with the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber. And then in 1996, Frankie Alexander took helm of it and through 2011 as the president, mom. Right. Everybody called very, him mom. Very legendary. And then the new president was Sarah Ray in 2011, and she's been running it for the last 10 years. Absolutely. Sarah is an incredible executive director, does an amazing job. 
with um, connecting all of those existing leaders for those class days, of running the organization, and helping make sure that, that everything goes off just right. Sarah's an incredible lady. She is, and to put all those pieces together all the time. It's, it's a lot of herding cats. All, that's what I'm saying. Having been through that, you know, I learned that you don't always have to lead. That's true. You could be quiet and follow, and you learn a lot that way. So you don't always have to be the loudest. You just need to show up. You need to show up and be present and be available. Sometimes it's important to be a set of listening ears, a set of helping hands. Um, You know, we, we model leadership, and not all leadership is at the top. Sometimes leadership is from within. Absolutely. And you don't have to have the title to be a leader, right? Yep. Leadership is not about a title. Leader is about people that you influence to follow you. Right. <laughs> if and, you have nobody behind you, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and that's why we say, again, another one of those core values, it's we, not, not me. me. That's, right. that's absolutely right. So um, we have Keep Us Fed, which is sustainable. And the last class project had to do with CASA. They did several different projects for CASA Correct. that I'm sure will be sustainable. And because CASA has been around a long time and they need it. So it's generally a nonprofit organization, right? That's correct. We try to see that there is a handoff so that it will continue to make a lasting uh, impact. In this case, Keep Us Fed became its own handoff, its own nonprofit right. organization. But, that was kind of cool. <laughs> but, but, but in the past, um, we've worked with uh, groups that help seniors, uh, that help uh, disadvantaged individuals, mm-hmm. um, education, water, um, obviously keep us fed food, um, assistive technology for Mm -hmm. uh, individuals that uh, have lesser abilities in some way, shape, or form that that technology will help. I remember that. Just incredible ways that um, the the different classes throughout the years have picked programs to make a lasting impact in our county. And you have a leadership team that decides which project yeah, so the current incarnation of the project, uh, different nonprofit organizations principally um, submit application or project ideas to the board of directors of LMC, and they winnow that down to a small grouping, generally three, but it can be different than that. And those three organizations then present their ideas to the class, and the class selects among those of what is their I like passion. that process. Yeah, their passion, their heart, <laughs> much, what they want to get involved with. Much, much Put some structure better. around it. Yeah, structure. <laughs> yes, structure is good. So what is your other business role, James? So um, for my business, I, I'm an attorney with the law firm of Stillwell Earl and Apostolakis. It's located in the Woodlands. We do a variety of different law practices. Uh, I'm a trial lawyer, and so I generally am involved in disputes um, that involve businesses or probates, wills, estates, and trusts, uh, or real estate. Um, outside of that, in my nonprofit leadership role, I'm currently the vice president of the Woodlands Arts Council and will become the president of the Woodlands Arts Council uh, on August 1. For those of you who don't know, the uh, the Woodlands Arts Council puts on the, wo- the Woodlands Waterway Arts Festival the big successful event we just Mm -hmm. had um, Mm -hmm. here last month in April. Mm -hmm. Well, very nice. Very nice. So this is wonderful. If you have not been in leadership Montgomery County, I I think it's something to look into because it's very rewarding. It will not be an easy thing. It's very involved. It will test your abilities, but I think that's always good for growth. You know, um, You learn from other people all the time. And like you said, that's one of the core values is to uh, lifetime learning. Absolutely. And it it really is. But I have relationships before I went into that that were also in my class, and they have been continued. And it's interesting to see the different people in the roles that they take. So, for instance, in my class, we had all of the uh, leadership from the hospitals. Mm -hmm. I had Curtis Knoll was in our class. And, you know, he's superintendent of CISD. And we all know that he had a very stressful year last year (laughs) making major decisions. So you don't know. I mean, 
leaders emerge and as long as you keep that lifelong learning at the head, you learn from other people all the time and you do leave your mark, but it is all about people. Everything's about people. It's not about a building or any of that. And you learn how you can um, use your skill set to really help the community. Yeah. And one of those things that we learn in years like we've had with this pandemic uh, and having to refigure out ways to don't do use that word pivot everything <laughs> and i'm not instead i'm gonna say uh another one of those core values of leadership in montgomery county is excellence not perfection absolutely i mean we, we we're going to do the best that we can do to do a great job with everything that we do but we're all humans and we're not perfect and and leaders are not perfect um so uh we embrace that that, that's true. And I am just going to say I'm glad that going forward, uh, the Zoom kind of is over as far as leadership in Montgomery County. Because the class that had a lot of Zoom, which I believe was this last class, had the majority of Zoom classes. To true. sit there in front of a computer for eight hours or so, uh, that would really try on my patience, to be honest with you. I, I feel, <laughs> so I don't know how they did that. I feel so much for all of our school-aged children. Oh, that, yes. That did so much of that. Through so the much learning. There. And it's, it's, you need the, you need the contact, the physical contact with other people. I mean, that's why we're in community with each other, is to have those real relationships. So again, uh, the deadline for submitting an application is july 15th at 5 p.m central time Correct. time <laughs> Houston. stamp, time stamp. Time. it's very very important with two letters of recommendation and uh, you need to be um have some kind of leadership behind you and also a member of a chamber whether woodlands conroe at conroe montgomery greater magnolia parkway greater east county chamber or the hispanic chamber of commerce in montgomery county you got one it. of those you got it wow so, i'm impressed well i'm a member of five chambers i know i don't even know if there's anybody who else is but right. you know try to leave my mark right <laughs> so. and, and so for those applications you would go to the website which is www.lmctx.org and you would uh, click a button for apply for the next class. It's on the right hand of the whole header tab. It's very easy. And uh, then if you're in, you get to hear from James and he helps you. I'll do my best. Okay, so we're gonna leave you with a thought of keep us fed, get involved in that, whether you're a restaurant, a grocery store, or any other business community, or have a big event that maybe the food could be recovered from you. Uh, go and Google them, find out how to get engaged, or if you're in need of getting some food. I, I know you work with Treehouse too, don't you? We do, yes. I work with Treehouse as well. Yes. So, the Treehouse Center, it's a shelter for girls. So again, this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Thank you all very much. We appreciate it. Loved being here. Thank you.